Welcome to the Kintsugi Life podcast with me, Toby Hazelwood. Kintsugi Life is about learning, growing and strengthening from the times of adversity and challenge that we all go through. It's about valuing them as part of what makes us who we are. Right now, let's get into the content. Hi, and welcome to this episode of the Kintsugi Life podcast with me, Toby Hazelwood. In this episode, I want to talk about why I believe we should set intentions rather than resolutions, and then get started with them. It's the time of year when many of us are looking to make a fresh start in one or more aspects of our lives. With the holidays behind us and the new year underway, thoughts turn to improving anything from our health and relationships to our bank balance. The problem, as many know, is that within a few weeks, the things we resolved earnestly to change will have been forgotten as we settle back into the hamster wheel of life. Old habits die hard. New new ones are tricky to form. Life returns to its previous point of balance. We end up stuck in an easy truth with our health, wealth or perhaps our relationship in the same state as it was before we decided to change it. The logic proposed by those super-motivated gurus of personal development suggests that by making bold, public declarations of our hairy, audacious goals, that will somehow assure our own success. Having a fresh page on a new calendar is also supposed to help, offering us a clean slate and a do-over on life. In reality, such factors rarely make a difference. Public declarations of resolutions or goals might introduce a further motivator as we try and avoid the shame that would accompany failure. More often, those resolutions we broadcast are quickly forgotten by all but the person who made them. To be honest, everyone else is more interested in their own lives and in fighting their own battles. They couldn't care less whether you manage to avoid booze for January or not, or whether you work out five days in seven. The meaningless dates too are just that, meaningless. If you're going to quit smoking, for example, it'll be because you're sick and tired of feeling sick and tired, not because some random person has decided to label someday in March National No Smoking Day. If anything, a hardened smoker will do all they can to resist pressures to cave to the will of anyone else, and will pick a day, any day other than that one, to quit. No, it's fair to say that I'm no longer a believer in resolutions. What I've started setting for myself are intentions, and there's a subtle difference. This year, I intend on doing lots of things. Resolutions versus intentions. Last year, I managed nine months of living consistently healthily, exercising regularly, and eating carefully. But I lost motivation later in the year, mainly as I'd resolved to live in a certain way that was ultimately unsustainable. I burned out. I lost enthusiasm and I became demoralised at how difficult it was to sustain the gains that I'd made. When I fell off the wagon, it was felt just too daunting to climb back on. And so I spent the rest of the year resenting myself and slowly slipped further backwards to where I'd started, out of shape and overweight. This year, I'm intending on living a way that's consistently healthy, with a diet and exercise regime that are as sustainable as I can manage and that I can maintain for the long term, for life. I'm past committing to a set number of workouts per week, or chasing personal bests for strength or endurance. I intend to make good decisions more often than bad ones, on a consistent basis. 
Each workout I can fit in is a win. Each day that I eat well, get adequate sleep and meditate is a win. When I'm tired, I'll rest. When I'm ready to train, I'll push myself a little harder. And when I'm feeling good, I'll go as hard as I can. And when I'm injured, I'll recover. My intention isn't so constraining. If I have off days, it'll be easier to get back back on track once again. Looking at my writing, I wrote like a demon for about 10 months of the year, regularly turning out content that was largely well received. I believed I was on a trajectory to levels of success that had eluded me for years. But as autumn nights drew in, I lost enthusiasm and became crippled by unrealistic expectations that I'd set for myself. I'd resolved to write a set number of stories per week and set benchmarks for myself in terms of measures of quality. It became impossible to measure up. This year, I've set the intention to write when I have something to say and to take satisfaction from it when I do. I'm still intending to seek some supplemental income from writing alongside my day job, but I've no expectations of how much. What I make will be viewed as a bonus. I intend to grow as a writer, gaining another year of experience and developing further my ability to write clearly, concisely, and without an expectation of the stats, followers or reads. I intend to write for writing's own sake. Once it's written and published, what will be will be. Intentions don't feel as black and white as resolutions. An intention isn't about pass or fail in the execution. Resolutions are like a journey from A to B. You either make it or you don't. Intentions, rather, set a general direction for the destination and that destination emerges. More likely, the direct journey itself becomes the destination. The time is now. As far as tying intentions to dates, there seems little sense in us waiting for a certain date before beginning. If a venture is worthy, then surely the time to begin is now, right now. Conditions may seem favourable in the future, after a certain event has passed or once a project's completed. But who knows what else may crop up between now and then? And who's to say that what we believe is the perfect time will actually seem perfect when it comes around? The tennis player Arthur Ashe figured out that any worthy endeavour is best started without delay. Start where you are, use what you have and do what you can, he said. Whether confronting an opponent on the tennis court or trying to bring about radical change in your life, the same principle applies. We're as equipped for the challenge as we can be right now, so we'd best get started without delay. The illusion of perfect conditions. In the time of Covid, daily life is hard enough. It draws upon our resolve to keep perspective, to carry on and to get through each day while trying to take moments of joy and peace along the way. When we intend to change ourselves or improve the situations, then our lives may feel even harder and demand even more grit and determination. To make progress demands that we look beyond the frustrations and fears that loom over us daily. If we're to stay the course, then we must put aside our past frustrations. It also helps when we're not setting ourselves up to fail with overly optimistic or restrictive resolutions. Start where you are. When we look to the past, we may feel regret that things seemed so much easier or happier back then. Looking to the future, we may feel despondent as we consider how far there is to go. The only answer is to start here and to start now. We may be heavier or more out of shape than we'd like, We may be starting afresh with little more than a blank sheet of paper or a plan. 
We may be newly out of a relationship and looking to start the next phase of our life. To resist this reality is futile and serves only to divert time and effort from the things that could make a difference. To yearn for what we used to have or wish for what we hope will come is futile. We must get started here and now. Use what you have. It might be nice to have the talent, following, skills, experience or resources of someone we look up to. Comparisons with others generally serve to make us feel envy and demoralisation though, since, first, we usually choose to compare ourselves with those whose achievements dwarf our own and make us feel inadequate. We kid ourselves that their example will inspire us, but most, myself included, use such comparisons as a means of beating ourselves up for not being where we'd like to be. We only see their publicly shared persona, carefully screened and selected to present the highs, the successes and the accomplishments. Nobody shares the down days, the failures or the difficulties. If only we could remember this when we compare ourselves to them, we might feel better. Thirdly, we don't see all the years of hard work, the disappointments and failures, the rejections and the occasional good fortune that resulted in their achievements. Comparisons with others are meaningless and unhelpful. The resources we have to deliver on our intentions are what they are. More preparation, a bigger budget or more supportive team behind us might be nice, but they don't necessarily exist. Our only option is really to move on from here, making best use of what we have at our disposal. The best use of our time, skills, potential and attention rather than being driven by external influences that cannot be changed. Do what you can. Doing something, anything that aligns with our intentions and which moves the ball down the field of play, or even a little bit, is far better than doing nothing. Today might not be the day for groundbreaking discoveries, but rather for showing up and doing the best we can. At least when we show up with the intention of doing what we can, there's a chance of advancing our cause. If we don't show up, or if we do nothing out of a fear of failure, or because it seems too difficult or demoralising, then we've failed before we've even started. We must trust that action, if taken, will result in the right results for us. Set the intention, then take action. Each day, not just each New Year's Day, offer the opportunity to make a start against something, or to continue fighting a fight that's already begun. With a goal that we intend to achieve, rather than a result we resolve to accomplish, there's more chance of making steps of progress, rather than of crashing and burning because of our own impossible-to-meet standards or expectations. It all begins with setting the course, and then taking the steps to get there, without procrastination. I encourage you to think about what intentions you can set for yourself, whether it's the new year or whether you're listening to this at any point, it's always a good time to set an intention and then to do what you can, starting where you are, using what you have, to make it so. I hope you found that useful and until next time this is Toby from Kintsugi Life saying goodbye. You've been listening to the Kintsugi Life podcast with me, Toby Hazelwood. You can email me on toby at tobyhazelwood.com I'd love to hear your feedback, I'd love for you to leave me a positive review if you feel unworthy of one, and I'd also love for you to share this with anyone else who you think might benefit from the content. Until next time, this is Toby Hazelwood saying goodbye.